Katrina, and we are right in the heart of our series to help you understand what it means to live the Christian lifestyle. So, today's episode will cover tithes and offerings as a Christian. So first, what is the difference between a tithe and an offering? An offering is an act, uh, a voluntary act of service to God, while a tithe is a required donation that is mentioned in Mosaic Law. Makes sense. Are tithes required for Christians? So while tithing is not necessarily a bad thing, forced donation to the church is not a requirement for Christians. In 2 Corinthians chapter 9, verses 6-11, through 11, Paul writes, The point is this, whoever sows sparingly will also reap sparingly, and whoever sows bountifully will also reap bountifully. Each one must give as he has decided in his heart not reluctantly or under compulsion, for God loves a cheerful giver. And God is able to make all grace abound to you, so that having all sufficiency in all things at all times, you may abound in every good work. As it is written, He has distributed freely, He has given to the poor, His righteousness endures forever. He who supplies seed to the sower and bread for food will supply and multiply your seed for sowing and increase the harvest of your righteousness. You will be enriched in every way to be generous in every way, which through us will produce thanksgiving to God. So here, Paul speaks that Christians should give as they decide to, but out of their own heart and not out of requirement. Then Paul discusses some of the blessings that are associated with the offerings of the cheerful giver. This is why many churches will not require tithes, but rather have an offering part of the service, where you're not required to give, but are provided the opportunity should you choose to give. Yeah, I think that's a really important thing to remember um, as you're thinking about tithes. Now, what constitutes an offering? So an offering is actually not always money, but can also be volunteering your time and skills in service to God. So, for example, like teaching Sunday school or vacation Bible school or helping with a church service or even just helping those in need. Some people prefer a more active approach to serving God, and if that's what they're passionate about, then that's the service they should perform. Others may trust their church to do what is right with the funds provided, and therefore choose to give money so that their church can distribute it as necessary. And yet, still others do both for their offerings. But it is important in all of these examples to have a church that you can trust to do the right thing with whatever you're choosing as your offering. So, actually, our church does a great job with its transparency in that it sends out a monthly newsletter that includes a budget list and shows how much money was collected in offerings and where the money is being spent in the community, as well as any voluntary activities that the church has done, such as prayer walks or a collection of goods for the homeless. It helps to me to know what the church is doing with the offerings they're receiving, and so I appreciate the newsletter. But I personally recommend attending a church that gives you comfort with regards to the offerings you choose to give God. Yeah, that's really, really important. I love the fact that our church does that. I also love the fact that we get to see the fruits of our love so closely. Our church does a great job of keeping its members informed and keeping its members updated on on the happenings around the church. Lots of posts on Facebook and 
lots of pictures sent to one another, just a lot of community connection. Now, I don't know if you know this off the top of your head, but why are tithes not required um, anymore? You mentioned the Mosaic Law. So, Jesus mentioned that we are not bound by the old laws anymore, though we are to, um, what's the best way of phrasing this? We're to observe them, but are not necessarily bound to them as an absolute. So we're to follow a new covenant, the covenant of uh, Jesus Christ. And in that includes what is written in the New Testament, includes what uh, Paul writes. Now, Jesus did address tithing to some degree, mentioned that it's good to give to the church. Offerings are good. He mentioned that with regards to the uh, poor woman who offered everything that she had and the blessings that she would receive as such. But a tithing requirement is only, if I recall correctly, only 10% of your first fruits. And so when the lady gave more of her own free will, Jesus directly mentioned that giving of your own free will is something that is very much uh, blessed, very much a good thing to do. And so I believe here that Paul is expounding upon this and that should you want to give to your church or give to uh, God, not even necessarily just your church, uh, yes, I believe that you should want to. But how much you give isn't necessarily a required amount. It's just something that whether you give your services, whether you give your time, whether you give money, you should be working as a child of God. You should be working in service to his kingdom. That makes sense. Makes a lot of sense. Thank you. I think that's all I've got for today. You have anything else? That does it for me. But uh, next week, we will actually be discussing drinking, whether that's alcohol, whether that's tea, whether that's coffee. What does the Bible say about what we are able to consume? Which will be a very good episode. So make sure to tune in next week. And if you have any questions, ideas, comments, you want to talk about life, anything like that, Please be sure to head over to our Instagram page at the Bible Vault Podcast and shoot us a message. We would love to hear from you. Thank you for joining us today on the Bible Vault. God bless and we'll see you next time.